What's going on, everybody? You are going to listen to the sixth episode of Journey to a Half podcast. I am Jeremy, your host. I'm excited to be back. It's been a little bit. Still training, still putting in, uh, still putting on some miles, running, and um, up my mileage recently. Starting to hit, you know, the 10, 12, 12 range without stopping. Feeling good, feeling strong. So stam- stamina is definitely going up. Um, very excited about that. It's always, it's always good when you see uh, progression, you know, and uh, definitely been seeing it. Uh, did not get a run in today. I am currently sitting in my office, uh, sitting on sipping on some coffee, and looking forward to doing a night run tonight after work. Uh, I'm going to hit the trails out here in San Diego, uh, get a little bit of work in later in the evening, which is something I don't really do often. Um, I always run in the mornings, and my previous podcasts, you'll hear me say, you know, uh, the weather, which today is 75, will be about 69 70 when i start tonight uh but like i said previous podcasts always say you know it's a good morning for a run or a good day for a run um and it is it's going to be wonderful weather tonight but i'm going to be doing it in the p.m instead of the am so instead of early early morning i'll be doing it later in the afternoon nighttime uh, i'll be around 5 36 o'clock some will be going down so i'm going to get the uh the experience and practice of running in the dark, which, you know, it's not just running in the dark. You have your headlamp, depth perception, all that changes uh, at nighttime. But I've had a, I've had some people message me with some questions, and uh, I think I'd like to do maybe like a little, I guess, Q&A on this one. I've taken some questions down that I've had people send me. And I'm going to read them and answer them on this and then send the link to those people. And then you get to hear it as well, um, who answer or asked me the questions through a DM at bearded underscore guy 619 on Instagram, bearded underscore guy 619. You can find me on there on Instagram. Um, and I'll, I'll do my best to answer whatever is asked of me and respond and stuff like that. So... Let's get into it. First one comes from a friend, and I'm not going to state these people's names. Uh, I don't feel like I need to. I'm just going to read off the questions. Um, this particular question did come from a friend. Well, they're all coming from friends. Let me uh, clarify that. But I'm just not going to state names. I'm just going to read the questions, and I'm going to give answers to them today. So I hope that makes sense. So let's continue. First question was, why did I make the transition from strongman competition, strength training, powerlifting to running? He says, you know, it just kind of seems like you did it overnight. Well, yes and no. Um, I did do it rather fast. Um, I took into running and got, you know, I dove headfirst into it and just really hit the ground. (laughs) No pun intended, hit the ground running with it. Um, it took some time, you know, it took some time, it took some training. But to answer the question why I made the transition, it seemed like I did it quickly. To be totally honest with you, I love Strongman. I still do. I love the powerlifting community. I still root for friends. I still root for people I know online that do it. You know, I'm proud to see a lot of these people still doing it. For me, it was a little bit of a couple things. One, 
nagging injuries constantly. Joints constantly hurt. Uh, I didn't really understand, you know, like I was eating, I was, you know, taking supplements, all this stuff. Why was I still getting injured? So it was a little bit of a deterrent for me on the injury side. Two, I didn't really like the way I felt. I was at my heaviest. I was strong, you know, very strong, but I was at my heaviest. And it just felt weird carrying around that lot of weight because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe I wouldn't get injured so much if I wasn't so heavy. Well, at this weight, I need this weight to compete and compete against the heavier classes. So it was just kind of a little vicious vicious uh, circle. And I just didn't like the way I felt. And three, to be totally honest with you, I kind of lost the fire for it. Um, I felt, I just didn't feel it anymore. You know, I loved it. I still do. But there's a difference between having a fire for competition and loving something. I just didn't have that fire anymore. I didn't have that, that spark, that fire, whatever you want to call it, to go out there and compete. And continue the life I was living while being a competitor, a showman competitor and training day in and day out. Just couldn't keep doing it. Um, I just was just not there anymore. That's okay. My wife, you know, helped me make that transition from doing that to running. And it's been a seamless transition to be totally honest with you. I absolutely love running. Um, as you know, I mean, I'm building this whole podcast journey to a half, uh, podcast on specifically what I'm doing now. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. Do I regret it? Absolutely not. Still love it. Absolutely. But it's just not for me anymore. So there's that one. Next question, which made me kind of laugh. Um, I didn't really think about it at the time. But it did make me laugh. The next question was, you plan on running a half marathon and that's what you're training for. So what's going to happen to this podcast in the name of it when you do that? The journey will be over. Well, I kind of chuckled at that. I don't think the journey is ever over. To be totally honest with you, I don't think the journey is ever over. But I see what they're getting at. It's going to be kind of stupid that when I do complete a half marathon, the journey to a half is technically fulfilled, I guess. Never really thought about that when I made this podcast and named it. So I guess that when I do complete a half marathon, and I'm saying when I do because I know I'm going to do it, um, I might just have to start another one. Or I can maybe rename this one. I don't know. I'm, I'm not very tech savvy. So if you're listening to this and you have an answer to this, please message me because I would love to know how I'd be able to change the name. Or do I have to just restart all over again and go from there? Which I think I'm, I'm going to end up having to do. But that's okay. I, I love talking to you guys. I love getting my, you know, my message out there. So I'll do it. I'll do what needs to be done. So there was that question. The next question is... How does my diet differ from when I was competing in strongman to running? I don't know if I necessarily changed too much of my diet because of the, the, the change in sports that I'm doing. 
when I was doing strongman and powerlifting and strength training, I was eating a lot of red meat, a lot of rice, a lot of carbs, high carb intake, which I'm not as high now as far as carb intake because, again, it kind of goes back to losing a little bit of weight and just feeling better. I noticed that when I did do high carb intakes, my workouts would be great, but I felt like shit when I'd eat them. A lot of red meat as well. A lot of um, a lot of steak. A lot of bison, ground bison. Kind of cut that out because, again, it I would train great, but it would always just make me feel really, really heavy. And I didn't like that feeling. So when I got married, my wife and I, well, mostly my wife was already kind of on the low carb, not zero carb, but low carb diet, and she was thriving on it. Let me tell you, the woman thrives on it. So she kind of showed me, you know, showed me the light more or less and got me doing the same thing. And I just feel better, you know, I feel better without loading my body up with a, a ton of carbs. Now, I know you need carbs to sustain long runs and, you know, trail running and all this stuff. I absolutely get that. I absolutely get that. But not every person can take in carbs like the next. You know what I mean? I just couldn't digest them as well. And it was the same with the red meat. But in my mind, I thought I had to eat this stuff to compete. Well, come to find out, I didn't. Because now, I'm not vegetarian, but I am on the lo- lower side carbs. But I'm, I guess you'd say pescatarian. Because I will crush fish every day, all day. I have found a new love for fish. Uh, skipjack tuna, to be specific. Absolutely love that fish. Um, I eat it probably four or five times a week. And I know you're going to say the mercury levels. That's not healthy. That's not safe. Um, I did my research. Skipjack is one of the lowest mercury uh, percentages out there. So I do go skipjack. I just happen to love it. Um, Instead of white rice, I will do quinoa now, which is a lot lower on the carb per serving, carbs per serving. We do that. We do a lot of fruit. I get carbs from vegetables, uh, broccoli. We do a lot of kale. We do spinach, stuff like that. So I'm starting to get my carbs from different sources. And, you know, just all around clean eating. Just absolutely clean eating. And I just feel better. So it wasn't necessarily making the transition into running that changed my diet. It was just an all-around better feeling of making that change in my diet with the help from my wife. And I'm so thankful to this day because of it because I do feel better. I don't feel as heavy. I don't feel as weighed down with my previous diet as I do with this one where it's just fish, vegetables, no processed foods, just all natural intake. And I got to say, I'm a huge fan of quinoa. I really am. I will eat um, I will eat skipjack tuna and quinoa probably, like I said, at least four days a week. That's why I work. I work four tens. I'll eat it four days a week, twice a day not get sick of it you just hit it with a little bit of a hot sauce and i am good to go so that answers that question right there so 
back to what I was saying. It doesn't really didn't really make the diet the diet or the food difference when I started running. It was more of just just feeling better and feeling you know feeling feeling full without feeling heavy is what I should say. So those were the three questions I got. I had one more. Um, let me find it in my papers. I had it written down. Okay. So the fourth and final question I got, and this one was, it was a bit, I had to think about it, to be totally honest with you. What does running bring you? And I had to think about that. And when I finally came up with an answer, I think running brings me a peace of mind. When I run, I'll either have a podcast in or nothing. I don't listen to music. I've stopped doing that for some reason because I just feel like music doesn't really... I've changed my playlist a couple times. It just doesn't help me. But when I listen to a running podcast like Trail to 100... um, Love that podcast. Go please check that out. Trail to 100. It's a husband and wife team. Great podcast. Really love what they uh, they put out. Um, it brings me, like I said, a peace of mind. It allows me to be out there with my thoughts. No phones. I mean, even though I, I do take videos of myself running, you know what I mean, though. I'm not on social media doing it. It just clears my head. I'm allowed to go out there for however long I am, whether it's a 5K, 10K, if I'm going out for, you know, a long 10, 12-mile run. Like tonight when I go trail running, I will have my headphones in, but I'll be listening to a podcast. And I just, I kind of zone out. So I don't know if zoning out and peace of mind is the same thing. Maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm off on that, but it allows me to zone out. It allows me to just kind of release everything from the day, regardless of what's going on. For those moments, you can either get inside your head, or you can just completely be free. Sometimes I'm inside my head, but it allows me to think about things more clearly when I'm out there and I'm in my own head. Cause there are days where I admit it, you know, I'm, I get in my head, but then I'm able to almost like talk myself through it as I'm running. And then it gives me that peace of mind of like, okay, you know, this is the way I handle it. I have time to think about it. I'm done. And then there's other times where I completely zone out and you could ask me a question and I wouldn't know how to answer it because I'm just completely gone at that point. I'm still focused on what I'm doing, but I'm not in my head. No thoughts matter. And I'm not thinking about anything but where I'm at in my run. So those were the questions I've gotten. Um, I I posted something saying, hey, you know, if you guys have any questions or any thoughts or opinions on what I'm doing, you know, please. And and like I said, I've, I've had, you know, three or four people contact me. And I really appreciated it. I think that... The, the big takeaway from this is, is I'm still learning. I'm still really, really green when it comes to the sport. So I really enjoy when professional athletes in this sport 
do the same thing and go, hey, you know, Q&A, ask me anything. Because you always get the people who ask legitimate questions and then you always get the people who are just dickheads and ask dumbass questions. Let's be fucking honest, okay? But I appreciated the responses. It wasn't a, a boatload, but I got some responses. And like I said, the four questions that were asked to me were great questions. And I really appreciated it. I appreciate them for doing that. It allows me to express myself a little bit more. Um, it allows me to answer questions that people may be wondering. I'm a very, um, when it comes to my running, I'm very open about it because I, I want everybody to put their input. I want their, I want their feedback, whether you run or not. Maybe someone will have an idea about the way I'm doing something that I didn't think about. Or someone would have an idea and someone else will have an idea and I can take those two ideas and kind of mold them and, you know, learn from it. Because that's all, it's what, at the end of the day, it's what it's all about is learning this sport, learning how to get better and learning how to do it right. That's the biggest thing is doing the sport and doing it right. I can't stress that enough. So I hope you guys like this episode. It's a little bit shorter than what I normally do. This one's going to be probably about 20 minutes. But yeah, this is episode 6. What I think is we'll probably go to episode 10. And like I said, the journey to a half might already be completed by then. And if it is, we'll go ahead and pull the plug on it. And uh, I'll just be starting another podcast, you know, maybe journey to a full or, you know, I'll come up with a better name, something a little bit more catchy. But I just want to say thank you to everyone that has been listening. Uh, Again, if you have any critiques, suggestions, ideas, please bearded underscore guy 619 on Instagram or you can leave a message in the iHeartRadio app you can leave a message on the Amazon app um, rate please give this a rating either way whether it was good or bad like I said I gotta learn from it and that's what we're here to do so this is a journey to a half my name is Jeremy thank you for listening everybody have a great weekend it is Friday go out and get your runs in get some miles in and have a good one